Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about an experience that I had today. So this is kind of like Jennifer's storytelling, and maybe you'll get a blessing out of it. Maybe it's meant for you to share with a writer friend. Um, so now this is one maybe you don't need your journals, or maybe you do, because who knows what will come out of this, and we might have some tips along the way. So today, as a part of our literacy showcase at my high school, I set up author events. Now I wanna tell you a story about an event that I was at. I was at a big field trip and there were hundreds of people around. And I heard a student across a very crowded room say, I want to have a TED talk. And I was in a corner and you guys, you guys all know, I've told you I'm introverted, so that means that I strategically place myself in rooms to where maybe a wall is the person beside me. <laughs> so I'm by a wall, and then I have one other person in a chair to the right of me. So that way, if I am in a situation where I need to talk with somebody, then I have that person to my right, nobody to my left, and so I don't get like overwhelmed. And so I've told you guys I'm an introvert. A lot of people don't believe that about me because they see me you know, in front of kids and in front of them and in front of teachers all the time but I do have to overcome that each day as a part of my growth and my journey so imagine me in this very crowded beautiful room beautiful facility and then I hear this girl across the way very large crowd so then later on in the day I'm so proud of that student you know for speaking her goal um, but I'm back into the main event and before the show begins all of the families start piling in and I'm just sitting there minding my own business of course you can imagine I have a corner seat I have a side seat to where I end a row that means one person to the left of me this time well I get this fabulous lady to the left of me and we start talking and she's telling me all about you know her kids in sports and and she's just telling me like her pretty much her whole life story and so i'm talking with her we're having a grand old time then this lady she reaches over from the side which is a different row and she says can i look at your program can i see what you did today and so it was a sheet that i really didn't want to give up i had taken a picture of it i knew i could type it again but it was a sheet that Ludacris's mama had um kind of personally went over with me so I was like okay this is kind of like semi-star status maybe um so I handed her the sheet I said oh you're welcome to it and I said you know what I love about this sheet and it had um your faith is important to you you had to circle like characteristics character traits and faith was one singing in church and some of the things that I had circled they were all well not some of them all of them were pretty much faith-based that were on the sheet well, she got my sheet, and then we started talking. Well, as soon as the show started, she points, and she says, that's 
my baby. And I says, well, you know what your baby said today? Your baby said she wants to have a TED Talk. And now I just feel led to tell you right now that we've got to make this happen. We've got to figure out how to make this happen. And she said, she really said that? And I'm like, yes, she did. She's like, well, I'm not really surprised. And I said, no, she said it. And we've got to, we got to make it work. I'm the literacy coach over at my school and, and I'm setting up events all year. We have had 10 events this year. So I knew I was going to have one coming up. It wasn't a definite date yet, but I knew that I was going to have one or two more events before the end of the year. And I, I just felt led by the spirit to get this girl. So after it was over, she came over to sit with her mom and I said, I heard what you said and I could tell by her face that she was extremely shocked that I could hear her. And I explained to her that uh, my position allowed me to be able to organize events and would she be willing to come over and speak and do a talk for my students at school. And she was of course just overwhelmed and she was so joyful, she was so happy. And she was just amazed that this was actually happening. So we share contacts. You know, I give her my business card. This tells you again, having your business card. That business card is my monarch and my author card. But hey, there's my email on there. You can contact me through that. Hey, JenLowryWrites at gmail.com. And then I'll get your email. And then I'll start talking with you through my work email. So I wanted to see if she was gonna take the initiative. Was this girl gonna just disappear? Or was she gonna follow through with this verbal commitment that we had made? So sure enough, here I get this lovely email with a bio, with a picture, so impressive for a 15 year old. And she says, you know, I'm excited. Thank you so much. And so as soon as I get the date planned, we give the date to her, we give the time, she's able to, uh, be able to make arrangements and come and so I just knew that she was going to be talking about organizing your set like organizing and being more social and so that was actually what was on her email and so I just said you know Lord whatever it is that this little girl has got to say it's going to matter it's going to make a difference to at least one person in there she's going to be planting seeds for everybody so I paired her up because of the next event, the event date, I paired her up with another speaker. Now, I, I didn't know how these two would match up. Like, so you're just going to have this random jag talk, you know, because it can be a TED talk. I'm not copywriting, but it was like that. So just imagine a TED talk at our schools, a jag talk. And, and then, you know, we're having this event and she's going to speak for 15 to 20 minutes with visuals. And then we've got some random person that's doing peace and justice you know at the same time so hey i'll tag her into that event because i knew that the faculty slim wasn't going to be the best place for that because that is all for our faculty to experience a joyful day of singing celebrating rapping and and poetry slamming each other <laughs> it's hilarious um so i knew at that point that this would be somehow the one that she's meant to be at. So yesterday when I made my final, here's where you park, here's how you come, this is what you do, you know, giving her all of the logistics of everything, I talked with my friend and I was praying about what should I give her as a gift because, you know, she's spending her time, she's probably practiced a million times for this. Um, she got it to the point where she had memorized her entire 15 minutes. And guys, I, I don't even, Honestly, I don't think I could do that. 
Like I say, I can't do it, but I, I might be able to do it. I don't want to limit my potential, but that would be very, very difficult for me to do. So I understood the time and the hours she put into this work. So as soon as I'm praying about it, I texted my friend and I said, you know, I would really love it if we could give her something. What do you think? I might stop by and get her some flowers. She was like, well, I've got a gift card just hands to me and said, pass it along. And I said, oh my gosh, are you kidding? She was like, nope, just happened. Just happened right now. And I'm like, well, then we know where to pass it to. So she has thank you cards already. We'll get those ready. So I'm on my way to school this morning. Here I am doing my podcast. I completely forgot about stopping to get the flowers. And I was really nervous because today was my observation day. And I don't care how many years I've been teaching. I've been teaching 20 years. And it still gives me a little bit of nerves when I know that I'm going to be observed by my assistant principal. Um, and they're new employees. So they don't know me. They don't know my heart. They don't know what, it, you know. And, and I'm like, I don't know how I come across <laughs> some new people. Freddie said I'm a little overbearing, but we'll see. He's one of my students. But I will say that we get to work. I get to work, and we're running around, and we're setting all the, you know, seating arrangements up, and I'm getting waters. I'm, you know, making sure the tech, where we've got our tech people in there. We've got our sound guy in there, and he's setting up everything, and everything has fallen into place. And I'm standing there, and it's 8.05, and I go, I don't have flowers. And I felt guilty. I felt so bad because I dropped the ball and I didn't remember. I did not set a reminder on my phone, which I should have. I completely lost track of it. If I don't set like reminders right then, and I'm constantly modeling this for my students, I will oftentimes forget an important step or something that I said I was going to do. Was the flowers was just between me and my friend. It's not like I announced it to the world. You know, I'm going to give her a bouquet of happy flowers. I just wrote, I think happy flowers would be good. So I was going to look for like a bouquet of daisies or something just very bright and happy. Well, I missed out. And I felt that if I left something just could happen like if i leave the school you never know what can happen and i'm not running down to a grocery store and trying to buy just some random flowers and and be late coming back park is gone and and then what am i going to do so then we talked it through we were like it's okay so i go back to my office and i'm standing in my office just praying lord you know i'm so i feel so bad i'm sorry that i didn't do this i know i have something in here to give there's something that's meant for her in here. God, can you show me what it is? And I open my desk drawer, and there is a pineapple keychain. Now, for a 15-year-old, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, it's a keychain. Why would she want this pineapple keychain? I don't know, but she's meant to have it. And there is a story that goes behind the, key, the pineapple. Now, I'm all about symbolism. I'm a, I'm a literature teacher. I mean, come on. I'm going to do symbolism and everything. When we did our first um, quarter reporting periods um, I gave my students frogs second time they all had plastic spiders this time they're all getting snakes um, and so I give them like strange tokens but I have a story to give them and a quote that is meaningful and when I overheard one of the kids holding their spider proudly in their hand they said I still have my frog I put it in my memory box so I think things like that matter and I'm like, it's meant for her. This pineapple, it was given to me at a women's conference as a part of a token gift that came along with like the bag that they were giving out. For some reason, I 
brought it to school and I stuck it in my desk drawer. I don't even know why. I don't even know what led me to bring it from home and stick it in there. But it was meant for this day. So I researched again the story just to make sure that I could do an accurate retelling. And when it was time for the event, you know, she was, we talked her through it. She did an amazing, phenomenal job to the point where they want us to put it up on YouTube. I mean, it was just precious, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm so proud of youth. I love youth. I love the courage. This was the first time she had ever had a public speaking engagement. She's never spoken in front of a crowd. Um, she spoke eloquently in front of 200 people with style and grace and such poise. And I was so impressed um, and just so thankful of how the Lord works. Like here she is up there talking about opportunities and she's planting seeds and, and she's giving such great metaphors and she's speaking their talk and she's right there on that stage. She didn't want to be even down on the floor. She's on the stage, y'all. And I'm talking about a big auditorium. Um, and so I was extremely proud of her. And then after it was over, I had an opportunity to, you know, to pass her the gift card. And so I wasn't done yet because there were so many crowds, there were so many people saying this and that, talking to the speakers. And I was like, no, wait, wait. She started to walk away with her, um, person that brought her and I'm like no 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 you don't don't walk away yet I've got something for you in my magic pocket and I start to pull out the keychain and of course by then the top of the the box fell off and so here I am you know capturing it back to its original self and then she's like oh a keychain and I'm like yeah well, she's 15 she may be getting a car soon who knows and so one day she will and she can keep this one forever and I said, I do not know why you are meant to have this pineapple. And I don't want to cry talking to you about it because I do get emotional. I get teary-eyed and I cry when I'm happy. So I have students around me that are in my English class. They're going, oh yeah, she cries. She cries all the time. Oh, that woman cries. And so we kind of laugh about it. And she was like, what do you mean? I collect pineapples. My book bag is a pineapple. And I'm like, no way. Guys, this is a true story. I'm like, isn't God good? Like, even in the little details of the pineapple, she wasn't meant to get those flowers. If I would have given her flowers, then you would have said, well, they would have died. They would have been pretty. She could have taken a picture and put it on Snapchat or whatever. But now she's got this pineapple, this random object that is not random. It is something that she actually collects and loves. And so I tell her the story about standing tall and wearing her crown and being such a welcoming spirit that I can hear her across a crowded room speak her goals and, and to always stand firm. And guys, she walks away holding that pineapple. And I hope, I just hope that she knows how much that she was an encouragement to somebody in that room. I know she impacted the educators in the room. I know she impacted them because they tell me, they talk to me after. And I just hope that she knows how much she did. So I sent her an email follow-up right away. Hopefully I'll be getting the, the video. We'll be able to do some things with that. I had taken a few pictures. Hopefully they'll be putting it up on Twitter and everything for her. So then the next event, when after she spoke, it just all worked perfect. He kept making references back to her. And so our keynote is an author and he is a retired police officer he's a president of blue lights college and he's going to actually be on the podcast soon we're scheduling the dates right now we're going to be going back and forth on the dates because i'm really booked up till june 
but I want to see what I can do. Um, maybe over my spring break, I can do a day. That would be an extra day or something like that. Um, so that way you guys will be able to um, be able to hear his journey. Uh, he's a strong Christian man. I think he was awesome with the kids. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. It's so powerful. So so we, we had him, and, and it just tied in so perfectly. It's tied perfectly together. And even teachers were saying, what she said we've talked about in class and had it on the board. What he said we've done this on the board. On the, we've had this in the lesson. And what they said together, it just matched. Did y'all do this? Was this plan? No, it was Holy Spirit. It was all Holy Spirit. Truly instrumental in everything that we do on a day-to-day basis. And then that's when it hit me. As I'm getting into the car and I'm walking out and I'm going, you know, my time is coming. And I'm going to have that microphone, and I'm going to be in front of somebody, and all of the things that I'm going to worry about are going to fade away. Everything, all of it. Am I going to be good enough? Is somebody in the crowd going to be on their phone the whole time or fall asleep or get up and leave and think I'm ridiculous? (laughs) No, all of that doubt went away. And maybe it was the pineapple Maybe it was how it all came together. You know, I, I can't even say for sure. But I think every time I look at a pineapple now, I'm going to be completely different. Is that an, a God of the universe, the Holy One, can look down at even the, the smallest of the details in our day-to-day life. And all of it's for His glory. Because you guys say, oh, that was just a coincidence. Do you know what my office looks like? Well, let me tell you, my office is a jam-packed mess of confusion and trinkets and all kinds of goodies and all kinds of baskets with all kinds of plastic toys from when we did reading with elementary school students. I mean, I had so much there, opening the desk drawer, pulling out the pineapple and knowing it was meant to be. When I get up on that stage to do the faculty showcase, when I get up on that stage to speak to groups, to youth, to churches, to bookstores, no, it changed my mindset. I, I'm like, I'm not going to worry about that. You know, the other day I was thinking, I'm making these events. Now what? I'm setting these things up. Now what? No, there is no now what. I'm setting these things up. Amen. That's going to be the final piece of this. I'm setting this up. Amen. They are saying yes. Amen. I'm going to attend. Amen. And I am going to speak from my heart for the Lord. Amen. And what will be, will be. And there we go. I'm now singing that UFC song. Because if any of you are like me and you're UFC fanatics, you know exactly what I'm talking about. At the break, at every single commercial now, um, whatever will be, will be, is playing on a commercial. So, I will tell you now, do not doubt yourself. God is even in the smallest of details. So, oh, I got a tip for you guys. Okay, so this is one you do need your journal. See, I should have told you guys just to get your journal from the beginning. Okay, so I'm watching the event. I'm seeing what's going on. When the person gets to their last slide, it has all of their social media links on it. So this author has, you know, his Instagram, Twitter, you know, Facebook, website, They even have their phone number for their business up there. So they have everything right there on this big slide. 
And of course, he said that in the past, I asked him what was his inspiration for this, and we're going to talk more about it. I asked him, you know, how, what made you change? He was like, because I saw a difference. I saw this actually work. So he brought hoodies, and he had these hoodies that were printed with his business on it. And he was like, if you follow me on Instagram today, I'm going to look at uh, all of my followers and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to randomly put you guys in a hat and I'm going to draw out 10 names and then he's going to get the hoodies to us and then we're going to be able to go around with a pamphlet for his uh, materials and that hoodie that he gets to, to share. And so he's going to, I'm sure, be praying over um, those people. And then he gave out hoodies for like the, oh, this was such a wonderful question. You deserve a hoodie for this great question. And then another student was like, how do I apply to your college? And he was like, oh, you get a question. First person that's asked that, I'm going to give you a, a t-shirt. And the excitement, it was just electrically charged. But here's what I noticed. When he threw out, he said, put it on IG. The first time he was getting some Snickers from some of the kids. And I was like, oh, that must not be what they call it. And so the second time he did his talk, he said Instagram. And nobody gave the sticker. And then he, um, the first round, I didn't ask him what happened the second round. Because he had so much to talk with with students. They were like flooding the front of the auditorium. But the first round, we had some time to reflect and to go over everything. And... He had 98 follows within five minutes. And I said, okay, I'm stealing this. I'm taking this. And so I had another teacher sitting beside me, and they had on a printed T-shirt that said, without music, life would be flat. And it was a part of their department. And I was like, okay, did you guys get that made? Yep, these are our specially designed shirts for our department. And I'm like, so what I need is a specially designed shirt for Sweet Potato Jones. Like, live life loud or, or some kind of saying. And, and that's the first words that came out of my mouth, live life loud. And I don't know why God gave that to me. I don't know if that's already copyrighted, if that's already on shirts. Um, I'm copywriting it right now on Jen Lauer Wright's podcast just in case it is available. <laughs> it's mine as of this date. <laughs> nah. But I don't know why. But somehow, those words just came to me. And... It really speaks a lot to like how I try to live my life, my personal goals, my family, you know, taking care of my job and my business and all of that. And more so for me personally, maybe than just sweet potato. So I know that I need to pray over that because wouldn't it be really cool if I could get some bulk t-shirts or hoodies according to the time of the year, like I'm thinking of time of the year. He was like, everybody would wear a t-shirt because they would even wear a t-shirt all year long as pajamas or they would wear it under a hoodie. And I'm like, you know, you are so right. Like, and they could wear it um, then the next year, things like that. So he kind of was like, hoodies? No, nah, maybe t-shirts. Everybody would do that. So I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe that's the way I need to go. Maybe I need... You know, I've got the jewelry line, but then that crosses off the guys. And the guys were the ones, you know, that were following too. They were, that was both. I was like, you know, maybe I should consider having a t-shirt 
And it was because I saw what he was doing with his um, t-shirts and his sweatshirts and how excitement it was when, oh, we're getting something free. We're getting something free. And, you know, I've, I've seen a lot where people are like, stop giving your book away for free <laughs> because you need them to be a verified purchaser. You need for them to buy your book. Well, there are other, you know, book items that you give away for free. It doesn't necessarily have to be a t-shirt. It doesn't necessarily have to be a hoodie. But there was something about that today that I was like, well, that's interesting. I can look into that. And I know a couple of people that do make t-shirts and I thought of them right away. And I'm like, okay, I would love to text this um, preacher that I know who has a lady in his church. I know she prints the t-shirts because when I went to a women's event there, she was the one that printed those t-shirts. And so she does only religious prints and that's who I would want to support. Um, and so I would love to pour into a local business like that. So something to investigate, something to check in on. And it's something maybe you would like to consider too. Just like follow me on Instagram after the event. I'm going to draw. Like we could do that during the events that we're going to. And we can give a random drawing. So then someone came up to me and was like, yeah, but the thing is, is I need some sponsors for some food. Somebody was talking about, I've sent out a thousand letters and I only got a sponsorship back and they could only provide me with waters for everybody. I said, well, waters is better than nothing. You did get some of your costs cut down. And that's where I go back to, why are we so afraid to ask for sponsors for our tour? Why can't we? Maybe there would be somebody that would want to partner with us and sponsor our events, especially with with us, you know, preaching for the kingdom through our words, you know, we might have some people, some local businesses, some Christian uh, oriented businesses that might want to share in the sponsorship with us on these tours. So that leads me again, because that conversation came up right today, that that's something that I'm going to put on my list to research. And I can make up a form letter. I can make up a sponsorship letter. Tell what their sponsorship money would go to. Um, and just figure that out. But i got to look at models first. I'm not ready for that. That's just something that came up in the middle of this conversation that I'm having with this author. She just starts randomly talking about a quandary that she's having. And I'm like, okay, I, I need to work on that too. And I see how maybe her speaking about that could lead me. Maybe there is somebody out there that would like to sponsor the book tour. Maybe they would like to purchase the t-shirts. Maybe they're a t-shirt company that would donate all the t-shirts. So I'm looking forward to seeing what God is going to do just with this idea. And it might not even be an idea for me. It might be an idea for you. But I'm going to do the sponsorship letter for the t-shirts and the screen printing. So I just want to let you guys know that each day, keep your eyes open, keep your heart and your mind open for seeing the miraculous wonders and the workings of the Lord in the middle of the every day. And I'm just so grateful that I get to share this author journey with you. And I can, you know, tell you right now from the bottom of my heart that this is pouring into me. Like, all of you are pouring into me. I've had tons of questions coming in on email and on social media sites that I'm on asking questions for the podcast. So guys, we have a special podcast that is coming up and it's a Q&A. So you guys do not want to miss that one. And we also have a Hobbit review. My son and I are going to do that one together. 
Um, so if you've not read The Hobbit yet, maybe you would like to listen to this review. And even if you haven't, maybe you just want to hear me and Sam talk about books and writing and what we think. Because he's all fantasy and you guys might really, really love that stuff just as much as now, as much as we do. Um, and I want to talk about some interesting things that have happened to him because of his love of that genre. What I noticed last night when we tried to switch over to books. So, to a new book. So, I want you guys just to be encouraged, stay positive, go look up the story of the pineapple. Next time you see a pineapple at a thrift store, grab you a pineapple, put it somewhere in your house. And just know that you are called for such a time as this. There's a divine appointment of your life. Step into that light, and the Lord's going to do it all for you, with you, beside you, 100% of the way. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.